Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queens. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live on this beautiful November day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. I pray that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you uh, did some things to joy pamper, right? Remember that word, joy pamper? That's where you accept that responsibility of bringing joy into your life. It could be small, simple things, calling someone to say that I love you. It could be taking a walk in the park and just acknowledging God's beauty outside, right? Um, it, it could be volunteering. It could be, you know, just literally reading a book. It could be anything that you want, simple things, but they all make you smile. They all bring joy to you. And that's what joy pampering is all about. You know, we don't have to wait for someone to actually bring joy to us. We definitely have that human ability to give our own selves joy. And sometimes, yes, ladies, Sometimes we hold our own self back from having the joy that we we could be having in our lives. And so just think about that. Think about those two simple words, joy pampering, and get yourself a dose of joy pampering and enjoy your life. Before we get started with the show and what a great show we have for you today, let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us all, yes, Lord, us all to wake up this morning and to have another day to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we pursue being queens of our empire, being queens of action and of leadership. Lord, we ask you not to let us procrastinate on our business goals, to, to strengthen us, to be there with us, God, to, to give us an extra special dose of your strength and, and, Lord, to allow the Holy Spirit to fill within us, Father, so that we may not procrastinate or stumble on our business goals and tasks, but be steadfast, unmovable, Lord, and unshakable. Oh, yes. We ask for a special blessing over those business women that might be struggling, Lord, at this time with debt, feeling alone and isolated and not sure which way to turn. Father, let them know that they are not alone. Give them inner peace and strength. And, of course, Lord, we ask you to use us as resources as well and others so that they know that you are there. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace, Lord, and accept all those blessings that are yet to come. Father, I personally want to thank you for Successful Woman Radio. Thank you for all of the listeners over the years that have supported us, dear Lord. I want to thank you, dear Lord, for giving me the ready recollection of words and resources to share with the listeners. 
And, Father, I just ask you uh, to allow me to continue to host the show, continue to encourage, inspire, and motivate others towards the road of success. It is these things that we ask in Christ's name. Amen. You know, again, I just I just love praying before the show. It's something that I incorporated because I I love God and I love all that he has done for us. And I just want to give him thanks and gratitude. And I want to openly do that. And so I want you all to remember how important it is to incorporate prayer in your business, how important it is to incorporate prayer throughout your day. It is very, very important. It centers you. It actually helps you and allows you to center yourself, focus yourself. And regardless of any problems or challenges you might have throughout your life, it allows you to have a source to turn to. So prayer is absolutely powerful. We've got a great show lineup for you today. We've got the five questions of business leadership, of course. Also, I'll be talking about preparing your mind for greatness. We've got some great announcements from Women About Biz for November. And, you know, we have a great theme coming up for this month. Our theme for all of this month is gratitude in business. And as you know, this is a general theme that we do every November. We want to remember to be thankful. We want to remember to have gratitude. And, of course, here we are back around again coming up on November 2023. And, yes, Thanksgiving is just a few weeks away. So, you know, I'm going to be giving you guys uh, my favorite punch, my favorite holiday punch. I've shared it over the years, and I'll put it back out in our blog. And so many people actually ask me for it. That's what's so amazing is I'll have a lot of the listeners from old who've been listening to the show for years. They'll text me and say, hey, are you going to announce the holiday, uh, holiday punch? Are you going to put it out on your website? And so, again, the answer to those questions is, of course, you know, I got your back. And, of course, I'll be sharing that um, later on. Probably next Monday I'll share the holiday punch, okay? And we'll talk a little bit more about Thanksgiving and what that means to us as women as well. So gratitude in business is our theme all of this month. And today we are going to be talking about gratitude in marketing. Yeah, how we have to have thanks for being able to market our businesses effectively and some ways that we can market to our customers to show thanks and gratitude as well. And so, again, we've all this month we're talking about gratitude, and I'm very excited to be sharing with you a, a different perspective of gratitude as it relates to business itself. So go ahead and get your pen and your notepad out because we have got some great information to share with you today. I want to go ahead and talk about preparing your mind for greatness, which is so very important. As many of you know, preparing your mind for greatness is all about, in a nutshell, it is all about guarding your mind. It's all about being selective about what you allow in your subconscious mind. And it's about being prepared at all times to handle the good times as well as the challenges and obstacles that might come your way. I mean, after all, we are human, 
and nothing is going to be perfect. We, we're going to have trials. We're going to have great times, right? But we definitely have to guard ourselves and know how to prepare ourselves. And that is why preparing your mind for greatness is just so very, very important. Now, in preparing your mind, as you know, this is, I guess, about a three-part system. The first part is prayer and meditation, right, when you first wake up. And the second part is repeating custom affirmations that you have created for yourself. And over, the t- over, the, over time, you can really have a collection of affirmations that you pull from that might relate and address to different issues, right? And then the third part after that is also making sure that you are the first to tap into your own personal power. And what that means is that is why it's so important that when you first wake up, that you start this three-part system because you don't want to allow any other thing to get into your subconscious mind. So it's important not to turn on the television, not to turn on the radio, don't pick up your phone and start looking at emails and going on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. It's important for you to do nothing but to wake up and say, good morning, Lord, and to go into your prayer and your or your meditation, and then from there to repeat custom a custom affirmation that you've created for yourself that's going to inspire you, that's going to encourage you. And then the third thing, of course, is that you're making a commitment to be the first to tap into your own personal power every single morning. You know, because if you're not the first to tap into your personal power, then you've got to go and ask yourself, well, if I'm not the one, who is, who or what is tapping into my own personal power? Here's what I can tell you, okay, that personal power is your ability to impact your subconscious mind in a way that is going to enhance your life. Okay, let me repeat that. Personal power is your ability to impact your subconscious mind in a way that is going to enhance. Keyword there is enhance your life, okay? And so what that means is that everything that you do that you put into your subconscious mind, you want it to be positive, you want it to be inspiring, you want it to be motivational, you want it to be just, right? You want it to be factual and right. You want all those things to occur as you are the protector over your subconscious mind. And it's very important that you understand that therein lies all of your power, all of your power. Because what you believe, what you think about yourself, your opinions, your emotions, all of those things stem from the subconscious mind. And when you allow other things that are taking away from your life, taking away from your business, you know, things that don't enhance you to enter in, then you will begin to see the effects of that. And so that's why it's so very important that when you hear me talk about you being the first to tap into your own personal power, that's what that actually means. So very important, very important. And so, again, I want to encourage you to protect yourself, to guard yourself, to shield yourself every single morning by preparing your mind, you got it, for greatness. It's 12, 11 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. Well, 
queens, I am still dealing with bronchitis, still dealing with a cold somewhat. I've medicated myself to the 10th degree so that I can clearly do the show today. So bear with me. I'm praying that I don't um, have any issues at all because, again, I am medicated. And I'm, I've got my water here to sip on so that I don't choke up. So, again, uh, thank you to all of you who sent me remedies uh, over over the, the the text. Thank you for praying for me. Continue to keep me in your prayer as I get over this this cold and this bronchitis. Thank you so much. Love you all for doing that. So I want to talk about goal setting and what's going on at Women About Biz for the month of November, okay? So as many of you know, um, starting in October, I made the announcement that our goal-setting program is free of cost and opened up for the rest of the year, that's October, November, December, to everyone, regardless of whether you have a free membership or uh, or a paid membership, that we were opening it up to everyone because I felt so strongly about goal-setting, right? And I know that so many women, they know what goal-setting is, you all know that, but but actually implementing goal setting and really um, allowing the power of goals to help manifest what it is that you want in your life and your business, that's a whole nother story because it requires commitment. It requires discipline. It requires all of those things necessary for it to come to pass, for it to happen. And so as we approach or hit the month of November, you know, again, here we are in November, it's close to the new year, and there are some things that you just have to have in place, hands down. I mean, these are no-brainer things that really you have to have in place, okay? So the first thing is that you definitely have to make sure that you have identified the goals that you want to accomplish in your business for this month. Now, the one thing that you have to think of as women, we all participate most of the time in the holiday season, um, and we all want to have some downtime where we can really enjoy family. But here's the one thing that I think is going to be very important for you, and you've got to understand this. And that is that no one is going to mind your business but you. No one is going to be the CEO of your business but you, okay, unless you're going to hire someone to be the CEO, of course. But for the most part, mostly everyone that listens to this show are home-based business owners, micro-business owners. Um, And it's important for you to understand the, the time frame that we're in right now, okay, So October is gone. Here we are in November, and something very important has to happen in November. In addition to setting your goals for the month and paying attention to, for example, your holiday campaign and things like that, you've got to also be thinking about your strategy for 2024. I did a really um, in-depth show on creating your business strategy, and I talked about you know, what goes into the strategy and what you have to be thinking about. But I do want to bring up again how important your business strategy is, okay? Because you only you only have yourself to blame when 
you don't have things in order. And so I want to just make sure that you understand that there is no such thing as saying to yourself, well, I'll wait until next year and do my business strategy, or I'll wait until the next quarter since I'm, I'm so far behind. And the reason why I bring this up is because as a coach, you know that I have talked to hundreds, even thousands of women over the years. And there seems to be this commonality of thinking that you can just halt everything and start at another time. But what I want you to know is that success loves speed. And I want you to write that down. Write that down because this is, this is very, very important for you to understand that. Success loves speed, right? Now, what does that mean? It means that in all things running your business, you should be steadfast, right, unmovable, okay, unshakable. It means that you should go about your day taking action on the things that you purpose to do and that are required to help your business be um, successful, generating an income, you know, um, able to pay your expenses, able to attract new clients. You are responsible for all of those things, and it's so very important. But, but success in and of itself, it really does love speed. There must be some level of momentum occurring in order for you to, you know, to keep moving and to see um, results from your planning, results from your goal setting, results from your business. And I can't tell you how important this really is. And so with that said, you have got to adopt a stick to mindset. You have, you have got to get yourself mentally conditioned, right, to take action at all costs as the CEO of your business. And the excuses that we often use as women, like I don't have enough money, I don't have any money, I don't have, um, I don't have the resources, I don't know anybody that could help me, you know, all of those things, those are but excuses. While they may be valid, because I don't want to take away from anybody's validity that oh, I'm saying that you're not being truthful. So while, while they may be valid, excuses are still just that. They are reasons why you can't do something. And what I have experienced is that as long as you have reasons as to why you can't do something, you're always going to be in that habit of, of coming up with excuses and not getting things done. And this might sound familiar to some of you. Hopefully, it's giving some of you an aha moment. So what is the what is the solution to getting things done? Well, Queens, as you know, the solution is goal setting, right? Goal setting is the process of taking your thoughts from your spiritual realm and bringing it into the physical realm. In other words, whatever visions you're having, whatever things that you're, you're seeing for your business that you want to experience in your business, what you're doing is you're taking it from the spiritual realm of you and you're bringing it out and writing it and making it plain on the paper through the process of goal setting. That's what's so very, very important, right? And it is at that point that 
your power on this earth will begin because once you set your goals and what it is that you want to paper, then you create tasks. Multiple tasks will be know, configured to support each of your goals, and then you figure out how you're going to take action and, and implement those tasks so that that goal can get completed. It can become accomplished, right? That's what's so very, very important. And oftentimes, we can have our minds on the wrong thing. I don't have the money. You know, I've got a lot of stress on me. I've got a lot of things happening. But that's not where your mind should be. And the one thing that I know is that when you're a business owner and you're needing a certain amount of operational cash, when you're needing um, certain resources, you block all of that from coming your way because you're stuck on what's not happening instead of what you have the ability to take action and do. And I want you to think about that. I want you to keep that in mind. So wherever you're at in your planning for this month, it's important that you go ahead and start right now, right from where you are, you start right now with number one, setting your goals for November, and then number two, go ahead and develop a strategy for the first quarter of 2024. Now, I would prefer, as your coach, I would tell you to go ahead and it's better to create a 12-month strategy, but that's going to take some time, and you may not have the time to do that. So what I would suggest that you do is first, you schedule about, if you can, you schedule about four hours a day. If you can't do that, two to three hours a day is fine, okay? And if you can't do that, then queen, even one hour a day is better than none. And what the first thing that you have to do is you have to brainstorm within yourself what are some of the experiences that I would like to have in my business. And, and really what you look at is um, you ask yourself different questions that are going to spark different, um, different types of things that need to be happening in your business, okay? I'm going to just randomly read some questions out that really are very relevant to developing a, a very solid business strategy, okay? You might ask yourself this, what would uh, I like for my monthly salary to be, okay? How much revenue would I like my business to generate after expenses? What goals would I like to accomplish for the new year? What would I like to see myself doing in business on a daily basis? And how many customers or clients would I need to have uh, to accomplish a certain sales goal? What is my sales goal, right? How many associates, distributors, or representatives would I like on my frontline team? This is especially important if you have a team or if you're in network marketing, direct sales. Um, are there any magazines or publications that I would like to be featured in, right? What type of responses do I see happening as a result of my marketing? Ooh, that's a good one. Do I see myself having a power team of people helping to move my business forward? Do I see myself building business credit? Do I want a business vehicle? Do I need a vehicle? Okay, I just talked to... 
um, a young lady who is doing extremely well in her mobile baking business. She bakes, you know, uh, red velvet cupcakes, all types of different cupcakes for children's birthday parties. And she was talking about getting a Volkswagen and having it wrapped, a, a mobile vehicle. So, again, you have to look at your business and know, know whether that's relevant or not. Do I want to speak and conduct seminars? Do I see a beautiful, functional website with sign-up forms and all the bells and whistles in place, right? Do I want to see time management implemented in my business and my life? Do I want to start a publication? Do I want to plan a conference for the new year, right? Do I see myself with a virtual assistant? So these are all questions that you can ask yourself to help spark your ideas and what it is that you want, right? So having that brainstorming session with yourself, I think is very important, getting to getting to really know you and what it is that you would like to see. Because remember, you're the visionary, you're the entrepreneur and the driver of your business. And so without you, the business is going to be stagnant. It's going to stand still until you give it a vision, until you give that vision goals to support it. And until you give those goals tasks, things will not get done. And so it's very, very important for you to be on point with planning for your business strategy for the for the year 2024. So as you begin to do that, and you've, you pretty much have identified some things that you want to experience, for example, in sales and marketing and aesthetics of your website and branding, you've identified all of these different things that you want to do, communications with your customers. Now it's time for you to kind of write it all out in a bullet point fashion and say, well, for this year, these are the things that I want to happen. For example, you might say, I want to generate $250,000 in the new year. Um, I want to definitely increase the number of customers or clients based on my sales goals that, that will tell me what number of clients I will need in order to make it happen, right? Um, you also might say, oh, I would, would like to do a guest appearance on, on at least one or two podcasts every month that will help me to build my credibility, um, to display my expertise. You, you might say, I also would like to be in a few magazine articles, so I'm going to check out um, you know, connecting with a person in public relations. So again, you go on and you make that bullet point list of all of these things. I want to make sure that my, my, I have a good workflow system in place. My, my marketing is automated. So you start listing out all of those things, right? And then you prioritize them. You say, okay, I'll prioritize quarters two, three, and four quarter, later on in first quarter, but for first quarter, here are the things from this list that I am going to start working with. This, These are the things that I'm going to start working with. And then that is what you do. And then for all of the things that you listed, they become goals, and then you have to create tasks to support each of the goals and then know what needs to happen starting the first week of January, what is supposed to happen, okay? And that's, that's key. 
So it's a little bit different when you're in a product business and a service business. So keep that in mind. If you're in a service business, then um, you have to make sure that you have ways to market the business and that you have ways to attract people from a service level of how you can help them. If you're in a product business, then you've got to get that product out there. You've got to gather your testimonials. You've got to take pictures of the product. You've got to uh, have flyers created of the product, start getting it pushed out there and figuring out in creative ways how you're going to promote the product. So service businesses and product businesses are marketed somewhat differently. And so again, whichever one that you actually fall in. Now, I have had other people to ask me, well, what if I have both a service and a product? Well, it's normally the service that you're going to be pushing first uh, that you're going to be getting out there. And then, of course, your products are supplemental products to support the service that you provide, right? And so again, those are some of the things you have to think about. If you are a coach, a consultant, um, then it again, it becomes a little bit different for you. You have to have what would be considered your flagship product or, or your flagship service. You've got to determine, you know, where do I want to get everybody to go to? Is it a, you know, a 12-week course? Is it a six-week course? Is it a coaching program? What, what, what is the end result that I want to get everybody to? So then you back that up and you figure out that you've got to have everybody on a journey, a particular journey from, you know, them attending seminars and webinars to getting some free valuable content to getting them all the way to signing up for your um, your course, your seminar, your group coaching, or whatever it is that you would like them to do. So again, all of this is strategic planning, and it actually does require you to be deep in thought. It requires you to be uh, have energy so that you can come up with the direction your business to go to for the new year. Now, with that said, there are some things that you need to have in place strategic-wise and you need to understand. So the first thing you need to know is that a strategy needs to have an objective or a list of objectives, okay? And objectives are basically master goals that need to be accomplished in that business. So what are your objectives? Um, what, what are you getting ready to do? Because a strategy is really like a blueprint right? You're getting ready to lay out how all of those objectives are going to be accomplished. So the objectives, you list out what those objectives are interchangeably. You can say goals. You list out what those goals are going to be. And then from there, you start figuring out what you're going to need in order for those things to be accomplished, okay? So from a branding and a marketing standpoint, what am I going to need? Am I happy with my branding? Meaning, am I happy with my logo? Am I happy with my the colors uh, that I currently use? Am I happy with all of that? And if so, is it properly being displayed in everything that I have uh, for marketing? Meaning, collaterals, brochures, business cards, my website. Um, are you know, does my website have? Uh, does it display my my logo prominently? Does it display my tagline? 
Um, does it display the colors properly? It, and when, so when people recognize me, they are automatically able to identify, oh, I don't know her, I'm familiar with her logo, her colors, her, um, you know, her branding. And, and I, I've heard that tagline before. So again, you know, from a branding standpoint, you want to make sure that all of those things are together, okay, in order to support your marketing for the new year which is very important. The next thing that is key is that you want to make sure that your website is not only branded and looks pretty, but you want to make sure that your website is actually functional. That's The two are different. Having a beautifully branded website is one thing for it to aesthetically look good, but you also want your website to be extremely functional. And what that means is from the time someone comes to your website, how do you begin to communicate with them and guide them through your journey of the end result, which might be buying that product or retaining your your service of some kind or, you know, or becoming part of your course or your coaching program? How do you get that person through that? And it's actually a journey to that, right? And in order for them to start the journey right, you want to make sure that your website has a compelling offer that automatically pops up and provides an offer to that individual so that you will have their name, their email, and their phone number. That's the first thing is making sure that you have that compelling offer in, in place, right? And then once you have that compelling offer in place, the next phase is going to be your um, your content and, you know, making sure that you have a, um, a sequence of emails that's going out to that individual, guiding them and leading them in a quality manner to purchase your product or your service. Why? Because you're going to be giving value to them, right? You're going to be giving value at all times to them. So you have to make sure that that is in place as well. And then next, after you make sure that you have a, a really good email sequence, a communication sequence lined up, and it could be a combination of email and text, right? But you want to make sure that you have it lined up properly and that you know exactly what's supposed to be happening. You want to have a mixture of, you know, giving some value, giving them three ways to do something, five ways to do something, uh, giving them worksheets, uh, giving them um, a sample product that they could order, you know, giving coupons or deep discounts on products. You want to make sure you have all of those things, calling people to action, right? And then after you've made sure that you have done that, which is going to, which is overall supporting your business, then you also want to make sure that you take a look at your sales goals, knowing what your sales goals is. And once you know what your sales goal is, goals are, then you can go to the calculator and determine how many clients you're going to need in order to meet your sales goals, right? You can determine that. And if you'll remember, I've done um, several topics on preparing your cash flow or becoming queen of your cash flow. And, uh, you know, again, the cash flow analysis is a very important and useful tool, a very powerful tool, because it's so much that can come from it to help you understand how many customers and clients you need, you know, what expenses you need to cut back on in order to meet your overall profit goals. So there's a lot that the cash flow can help you to do, okay? And then 
of course, from there, you have to determine, again, social media-wise, how does social media play a role in it? And we're, we're right now, I'm going down the strategy, a strategic plan. I'm kind of going through all of the things that have to be in there that are necessary. So now you've come to social media, and you have to determine, you can't be on every social media platform. So I would say be on a minimum of at least two platforms, right? So that could be YouTube and Facebook or Facebook and Instagram or uh, LinkedIn. It depends on where your audience, your target audience is best met. So you have to determine that, okay? But with social media, it's going to be very important for social media to be consistent. All of the experts, I've read so many articles in social, on social media, and all of the experts say this one thing. The reason why most people don't succeed in social media is because of the lack of consistency and the lack of relevant content. Keep that in mind. Write that down because you got to pay attention to it, okay? So I think it's very key to have a social media calendar and a social media schedule and to really think out the content that should be relevant to your your whole marketing campaign of what you're trying to sell. Very, very key. So I want you to keep that in mind. So now you have your social media calendar that you have to work on. And then you want to look at your blog if you if you have a blog. If you have a blog, you can actually use your blog as part of the sales process because your articles and um, what you write about are all going to relate around what your goals are for, for example, first quarter, right? And so you're going to have uh, a blog article. Now, I can tell you this. Blog articles are most effective when they combine both video, audio, and bullet points or numbered lists to really help the individual who's reading the blog to um, understand what the topic is all about. It also helps the algorithms of Google um, to really scour and, and look at what the main topic is about, okay? So it's a common, there's a common knowledge known in the search engine optimization world, and that is that whatever you want the algorithms to pay attention to, it needs to have its own page, and then the keywords or the keyword phrases need to be repeated five to seven times throughout the page in order for it to grasp and understand that you are talking about that one thing. Okay, and that is what will help you organically to rise above in the search engine results, which is very key. So you have to ask yourself, you know, what are people looking for when they're looking for my type of business, service, or product? What is it that they are looking for? And it's those keywords that you actually have to use. So I want you to keep all of this in mind as you are building out your strategy and moving towards um, success in 2024. So hopefully you're taking some good notes. This has totally helped you, and you are ready to hit, hit the ground running and making sure that you prepare your business strategy. Remember, no one is going to get this done but you. 
And the sooner you embrace being the CEO of your business and planning properly, the better your results you're going to see. Very, very important. Okay, it's 1239 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Woman Radio Show. A big thank you to all of you who are listening to the show today and to all of you who are going to be listening to um, the broadcast replay of the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Please don't forget to share Successful Woman Radio with another business associate who you know uh, could use inspiration, motivation, and encouragement and resources in growing her business. So very, very important. For those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to thank you uh, for being here. Successful Woman Radio is all about encouraging you, motivating you, inspiring you, um, and providing those resources you need to generate the income that you desire. So please, everyone, make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. As many of you know, I am a diehard when it comes to doing this radio show. So even if I'm sick, usually I'm on here, right? Um, And so I want you to do your part and go on ahead and go into your Google Calendar or your Outlook, whatever calendar you're using, and just schedule Mondays at 12 to 1. Schedule that in your calendar as a recurring event, Successful Woman Radio. And then put the number there next to it. If you've got a pen in hand, put 347, okay, um, 25. Let me make sure I give it right, 8-9. Again, 347-637-2589. You know, make sure you put the number right there as well. So every Monday, you're going to get a notification or an alarm that Successful Woman Radio is live, and you'll have the phone number that you can dial into with the show. If you prefer to listen to the show directly from your smart device, your laptop, or your computer, then you can simply go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio spelled all together and it will take you to the latest show live that is going on and you can click that play button and listen to it okay so i'm so grateful that you're here and again um, hopefully you all are taking really good notes now with that said I'm going to go ahead and go right into our theme for today. Well, let me back up. Before I go into the theme, I want to go into the five questions of business leadership because I know that many of you, um, you know, it just helps you when you hear that on Mondays. So the five questions of business leadership, you can ask yourself these questions as often as you need to. Here goes question number one, and that involves legal structure and setup. Do you have your foundation set? And within just this one question, there are five core areas you have to pay attention to, right? Legal structure, setup, strategy, which we are talking about or we just finished, um, you know, developing your power team outline, automated marketing, and preparing yourself to receive the monies that are going to come through your business via your checking account, your bookkeeping, your merchant account, and making sure that you truly are the queen of your cash flow and knowing how to prepare a cash flow analysis. Here's question number two. What are 
you know, my top three business goals this month. You've got to constantly be on that goal setting and knowing what are you going to be working on. And many of you know that I don't recommend that you go beyond three goals. Why? Because most of the time you are setting yourself up not to be able to finish them. If you have someone that you are going to assign a particular goal to, like a virtual assistant or project manager, that's different. But if you don't, you want to accomplishing three goals, okay? Question number three is, do I have my power team in place, right? And then question number four is, am I being consistent with marketing and communications, right? That is just so very key. Um, I would say this one thing, all of us need to be paying closer attention to that and making sure that our marketing is tight, it's ready to roll. And then lastly, at least in the five questions of business leadership is number five, on a scale of one to 10, what's my belief level? Yeah, you've got to ask yourself that question. And you've got to always keep in mind that your belief level is tied directly into all of your actions. So if you're taking action, you should see your goals being accomplished, your to-do items marked, things are getting done. When you're not doing those things, when you're not seeing those things happen, that is when you've got to go back and make sure that your belief level is where it needs to be. It's focused on the right things because the truth be told, not everything that you believe is actually factual, is actually true, and it's not actually something that's possibly enhancing your life. You could have some false and negative beliefs that you're holding on to that are preventing you from being successful in your own business. So you have to pay attention to that, okay? So there you have it, the five questions of business leadership. Ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to. I just had someone to text me and say I was moving pretty fast. Can I quickly just call the five questions of leadership out? They all question number one, you know, is is simple. Have I set my business foundation, which is very key. Question number two, what are my top three business goals this month? Question three, do I have my power team in place? Question four, am I being consistent with marketing and communications? And then lastly, question five, on a scale of one to 10, what's my belief level? And there you have it, the five questions of business leadership. If you just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. And I'm Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. I want to just welcome you, welcome you. I want to go ahead right now and go right into our topic, our hot topic, which is gratitude in marketing. Our overall theme this month in November is about gratitude in business, and today we're going to be talking about applying gratitude in our marketing. So, you know, small women-owned businesses, they play such an important part in our economy, just as much as larger companies do, right? So we contribute to job creation and economic growth. We contribute to so much, even if we're just hiring one person all of us collectively together, we are making an impact. So in today's market, it's essential for us to stand out, connect with our audience, and build customer loyalty. But in order to do that, 
okay? We have to have a strategy even for that. And one powerful strategy for achieving these goals of incorporating gratitude uh, or is incorporating gratitude into our marketing efforts. Okay, so expressing thanks can go such a long way in strengthening our customer relationships and enhancing our brand image and fostering, this is the important part, fostering community support. So let's explore how you can infuse gratitude into your marketing strategies for really lasting to go ahead and do that. So first thing that you want to do is cultivate a grateful company culture, okay? So before you can effectively incorporate gratitude in your marketing strategies, it's important to make sure that you already have it built into your company mission, your company vision. That's one, okay? Gratitude should start from within and permeate every aspect of your business. So encourage a positive work environment. If you have a team of people that are helping you, it's important that you show them gratitude and that you express to your virtual assistants, to others that are helping you, the importance of expressing gratitude throughout your business. When people feel valued and appreciated, of course, it's going to naturally extend how they're going to interact with your customers, how they're going to perform and, and take care of your business projects. Um, it's going to help. So you got to first start with yourself and first start with your company by asking yourself the question, do I have gratitude integrated throughout my business vision, my business mission, and how I'm treating others? Is gratitude already built in? This is something very key, okay? Number two it's going to be important for you to always be thankful to your customers. You've got to find creative ways to thank your customers. The most direct way is to incorporate gratitude in your marketing by not only thanking your customers, but you've got to express it through your appreciation for their support, their loyalty, through in various ways, right? So I want to give you some ideas, some, some ways that can get your creative juices going. Okay, you can send them personalized thank you notes, right? Hardly anyone mails anymore, uh, uses U.S. Postal Service for, for notes or anything, right? And so sending a handwritten thank you note or personalized, even a personalized email to your customer after a purchase or as a follow-up can go a long way to making them feel valued, okay? I believe a personal thank you note goes so much further, very important. Um, the next idea is to, you know, social media shout-outs, you know. Um, if your customer has a business as well, giving a shout-out to them with a link to their business is a big thank you, right? You can share their post, tag them in your appreciation post, or you can host customer appreciation days where you highlight loyal customer stories throughout the day. And then there are loyalty programs. You can reward your customers with discounts and coupons, exclusive offers, and small gifts. Of course, a loyalty program has to be well thought, thought out, but it's very impactful, and it's a great way to show your gratitude while encouraging repeat business. Next, you can share, just share customer stories, right? Showcasing the stories of satisfaction satisfied customers, it can be so powerful. 